I, I definitely have cranked it to Gina Smart. Believe I have. Theme song! Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, alright? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here? Well, look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough! Enough, and it's time for the rundown. Welcome, everybody, to the rundown. I'm your host Troy. Joining me this week, Big Tom. Sales here. <laughs> What is going on, Rundown? What is going on to the world of Twitch? Just a little FYI, 24 years ago today... Saw your first dick. No, Bret Hart was screwed in Montreal and lost the WWF Championship. No, he wasn't. I know, but that was 24 years ago today. Awesome. Thank you for the history lesson, Sal. Joining us as well, Jason is here. Yep. Are you gonna fight? You gonna fight? Huh? Oh, you, you, you wanna fight? Are you, you fucking beef? You fucking beef? I will come to the fucking right. Wisconsin and smack the right. shit out your mouth. You wanna fight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, joining us, Adam's here. For those of you listening at home and not live on either of our Twitch channels, before he started the intro, Troy just sat there frozen for a moment, looking like a cat about to sneeze. It's a, a fun thing I do with my four-year-old now, is I will sa- I will just stand still like I'm broken, and then she'll go, are you okay? And I quickly turn to her, and she'll laugh every time. <laughs> Don't know why it does, but as long as she, as long as she laughs, I'm going to keep doing it, because I'm a dad. There you go. There you go. Oh, we got a ton of shit to talk about. Uh, of course, uh, we got some big news coming up, and we do have full gear predictions to do. You can go ahead and predict along with us over at rundownwrestling.com. Or, or, or just look at Tony Khan's notebook. Yes, <laughs> you can do that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, Before we get into any of that stuff... How you guys been? Cool, good talk. <laughs> it's been uh it's it's been a week. Um Yeah, that's true. I am still I'm still waiting on my CPAP machine to come in. So I'm not sleeping good yet. Um so that's been a lot of fun. And uh yeah, other than that it's been well same old, same old. What's going on in your world, Sal? Well, before I forget, I saw a commercial the other night for an alternative for an alternative <laughs> to a CPAP machine. 
where you don't have to have the machine, but for some reason I probably have to pay out of pocket and it's probably like $20,000. So, uh, but no, you mentioning that just made me think of that. Cause when I saw the commercial, I thought of you and I was like, Oh, an alternative. He doesn't have to get the machine. And I'm like, wait, that's probably really expensive. So in your headspace, did you think that Troy was going to go, well, fuck Sal. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you presented this alternative that my doctors never fucking heard of. Dude, <laughs> doctors want to sell fucking Hey, 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 hey. Sal did his own research. <laughs> I did it. It was a commercial. <laughs> Fuck. All right, never mind. I won't tell, I won't tell anybody what about you, anything I see. Why? What do Sal and Troy's quarterback have in common? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... My week's been better because even though I still don't have a job, um, I found a pretty decent size uh, lump sum of money. So it's <laughs> going to take me through the rest of the year. And if I get a job between now and then, that's great. But if I don't, I'm all right. So can, you can, you po- can, can, you, can you possibly say that phrase more suspiciously? Right? I mean, I could be like Tony D'Angelo and be like, hey, it fell off the back of a truck. No, I, I have no problem fucking sharing my business. It, my 401k ended because I had left that company. I'm not cashing out my 401k, but I am taking a portion of it just to get through, you know, pay some of the bills <laughs> and whatever. While Sal worked there, he installed a computer program, and it moves fractions <laughs> of a penny over to a special account. <laughs> if only. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. He also stole a fax machine. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Naga, Naga, not going to work here anymore, the WWE had a bunch of releases. <laughs> oh, I, I just want to do the segue. You can go ahead. What's, what's up, Jason? <laughs> it was a good segue. Um, no, I just, uh, it's been, it's been a fun, so I think I've said on the show before, I have like a shitty old fence that the people who bought my house, uh, had my house before put up. So every time there's like a strong wind, I lose large sections of my fence. So, we had a nor'easter, uh, a couple weeks ago here in Massachusetts, and a lot of wind, and I lost four different fucking sections. So I ended up having, now, we're in the beautiful part of the year where the ground's about to freeze. So if I want to do anything where I got to dig a hole, I got to fucking do it now. So I ended up having to take a day off you work today. You wouldn't know it considering it was in the fucking 60s I today. So I ended up having to t- use a fucking one of my remaining vacation days today to stay home and fucking... I, I started doing it on Sunday thinking I would have plenty of time. And so three three poses. I was down to three. I was like, all right, I did one on Saturday. I got to hang out these three. They're all in a row. And then one stump, getting one stump of a post out of the ground took me four hours because it was all entangled in tree roots. So that was fun. So, but today I, I, I finished it today. I got it done. All accomplished. So how many curse words did you create? I don't know about create, but I definitely <laughs> used some that people hadn't heard of before. Were there times where you were like, I, I can't fucking do this anymore. I'll deal with it tomorrow. <laughs> no, because I know I can't tomorrow because I'm working. And now, oh. thanks to you fucking assholes with your daylight savings bullshit, whoever come up with that fucking con of a bullshit, <laughs> which really doesn't need to exist, doesn't fucking do anything for us. 
Um, nope. Because of that, it's going to be fucking dark at 4.30 when I get out of my office, and there's no fucking chance of me being able to do anything tomorrow. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And I'm off Thursday, and I was like, so if I don't finish it today, I'll have Thursday to do it. And now I don't have to do it on Thursday. So, and so have, you t- have you completely replaced your entire fence now at this point? So I don't replace the fence sections. It's just the posts, and then I put the old sections back up. Uh, I had a couple of the sections that were so bad I did end up having to get new ones. But, um, but because I don't intend to keep this fence forever, eventually I'm going to replace the whole thing and pay somebody to like do vinyl or something. Um, so because of that, I don't put a ton of great care into like roping it off and making sure it's <laughs> level and lining it up. It's like, can I attach this section to this section and leave it fucking up so the dog can go out and take a shit without me having to walk him? Okay, cool. There you go. That's where I'm at with it, but yeah. Um, but most of the posts at this point, I've probably replaced the majority of them. The ones that are, are loose and coming down now are the ones that I paid a company a thousand dollars to do like two years ago. So, not so happy about that. No, <laughs> I wouldn't be either. I can imagine. This has been the Joys of Homeownership, a special series. I was saying to somebody, family. like, uh, people used to shit on me when we would rent a house and we lived in a, like, oh, your landlord's getting all that equity and you don't get shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, but you know what happened when this shit happens? You know how I fix it? I go, hey, the fence fell. Come yeah, fix mm-hmm. it. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. <sighs> Well, I suppose we should get into the... You know how Adam's doing? Poor Adam. <laughs> how you doing, Adam? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I'm dealing with some personal shit that we don't really need to get into here for the sake of not bumming everybody out, but uh, other than that, decent, I suppose. But yeah, daylight savings time can lick my one remaining testicle. Right. But hey, APW this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Can't watch full gear. Yeah, that's true. Live. I have to do that. Actually, it's interesting. Uh, as of today, officially, uh, my little guy is officially fully vaccinated two weeks since nice. his second shot. Nice. So he may even be able to make an appearance at the APW show this weekend. Woo. Yeah, I got a call. So we'll I got a call about getting the boy, getting the boy done. So yeah, that was actually you- the, I, I walked into Walgreens today and there was actually a bunch of younger kids getting it done today, so it was pretty cool. Nice. Good to see. Nice. Yeah, we got an appointment set up at Walgreens for my two, uh, my 11-year-old and my 9-year-old. So. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm going to be getting my booster, I think, next week. So. Yeah, so they told me it has to be at least six months. Yeah. I, I, it was in May. I just don't remember, like, what day, so i got to check the card, and then I'll set up an appointment. Yeah, mine was in April, so. My wife had hers, my mom had hers, so I was like, I don't think I qualify. Yeah. And then my wife's reading all the links, like, former smoker. I'm like, all right, well, there you go, okay. Yep, same. <laughs> I looked at the list, too, and I was like, oh, fuck. Wait, you were a former cigarette smoker? Yeah. What did you used to smoke? Marlboro's. Cigarettes? Marlboro's? Yeah. In high school. Yeah. High school, college. I basically uh, yeah. quit when my son was born. I, I, I quit when I got married. So, <laughs> same. Oh, see, my wife smoked when we were married, so we smoked together. No, oh, mine was like, do not fucking smoke cigarettes around me. I'm like, right, I don't have to do that anymore. Plus, it was going you up went... to like seven, eight bucks a pack. So I was like, uh, you knew the old Chinese proverb: if she smokes, she pokes. 
No, only Jason? Okay, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> all right, I guess uh, if, if we're done with uh, the smoking lounge over here, I guess we can finally get into our, our main topic of the day. Sorry, uh, didn't is... mean to fucking see how you guys were doing, you cunt. All right, whatever. I mean, if you're going to be on your period this entire time, then... <laughs> like, what the fuck? You're just going to take everything I say as, as me being insulting, huh? You know, man, you got a real big fucking dick. As long as you say it in an angry tone, I think they can beat him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you just gonna ice me out? Is that what you're gonna do? <clears throat> so we heard uh, from Jason that uh, there was that there was gonna be uh, a small number of releases. And uh, that turned out to be uh, a lot more than a small number. <laughs> as, uh, Actually, by the end could have been the... more. It, seemed, it sounded that way. Uh, 18 people lost their job. The list, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Lince Dorado, Karrion Cross, Scarlet Bordeaux, Brand Metaldick, Nia Jax, Eva Marie, Amber Moon, Oni Lorcan, Frankie Monet, Harry Smith, Trey Baxter, Jeet Rama, B Fab, Jesse Kamea, Zeta Ramir, Catalina Carolina Katrina Car- Cortez Garcia, <laughs> uh, and Milan White. Sally, you heard about Milan White? No. Milan White dick in my mouth? <laughs> no? Okay. But you also said you said Milan White dick in my mouth, which would be an yeah. impressive feat. Yeah, I think you meant in your mouth. Yeah, well, you know. Good apparently, 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 my, apparently, I'm just I'm just gonna quit. I'm done. <laughs> so that's a lot of people that got released. Um, Troy, what? what Anybody on that list surprise you at all? Such a bad mood tonight, Troy. Not in a bad mood. KT in my chat would like to know if we were getting digital birds on Twitch because sales riddled. <clears throat> no. Okay. Yes. No, that's not the reason. We, and they were penguins. All right. They were penguins. Anyway, uh, Troy, what did you think? Anybody on that list surprised? Um, I mean, they're always going to be a surprise. There's always going to be surprises on this shit now, it seems like, um, which uh, is, is of course, unfortunate. Um, the uh, My biggest issue is the um, immediate damage control that goes into where, you, where it's clearly some of the people backstage at WWE start leaking things to the, the dirt sheets on oh, this guy had a bad attitude or this guy was hard to work with and things like that. That's the stuff that, that really starts frustrating me. It's because it's like, okay, so you're, you're starting to see that people are really pissed that you fired Keith Lee. So you're going to try to smear one of the nicest guys in the business. <laughs> and just because you starting to realize that, like, oh, shit, uh, we got some things. Now, here's the thing. Those stories of, like, this guy was hard to work with, are usually coming from one of maybe three sources. Bruce Pritchard, 
John Laurinaitis or Kevin Dunn. And look, if if Bruce Bruce Pitchard comes up to Keith Lee and go, "Hey, uh, Keith, what we want to do is we want you to go out there and whiteface," and he goes, "I'm not going to do that." Then he goes, "You're just terrible. You're just hard to work with," and walks away. That's how a lot of it goes because they won't listen to your shitty fucking thing. Hey, Keith, we're gonna. Instead of just being like uh, the same character that got you over, we're gonna name you after one of uh, one of the old black wrestlers, and uh, and have you come out as uh, yeah, and uh, and we're gonna have you come out in uh, vaguely Chris Benoit inspired tights. Uh, you good with that? Yeah. Here's the thing: I have no problem with people advocating for their characters because it's their brand. Because when you sit there and you have people like Stephanie saying that each one of their wrestlers is like their own Marvel character, then yes, they should have a little bit more say in it. And Karrion Cross, if he was smart, would have went right up to him and be like, you can shove this fucking helmet up your ass. I ain't wearing this shit. <laughs> because look where it got him. Fired. <laughs> so that's the other he, thing. When guys play ball and you see them get these shit gimmicks and then they get released anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, like Karrion Cross, this has been what, a, a three month deal? Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Like, did you really try or were you just like, nah, we're done here? Yeah. It doesn't fucking make any sense. Yeah. See now, if you if if you want to take a look at at some of the people now, I know that the the rumors have been going around that um, a couple of these people lost their jobs because they are not vaccinated and refused to get vaccinated. I that guess. I am that I understand from a company standpoint of like our top guy is immunocompromised, and you're going to try to share the backstage area with him. And also, guess what? We're going on tour overseas, and that's going to be really fucking hard for us to take you over there. Some fully understand. Require proof of vaccination yeah. to enter the arena. Yeah, right. So and I some promotions un- tell you they'll require proof of vaccination, and then don't give a shit when you get there, right, yeah. Adam? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I I understand. Forgot to mention that last week. I had my I had my my vaccination card, my ID, and nobody fucking asked. You know what? I don't think that that's on BU. Mm-mm. I think that's right on that promotion right there. So yeah, so I I understand Nia Jax even came out and essentially said that's exactly why she got fired because she said my vaccination status, which is always a red flag. <laughs> which I don't. Well, she I, also said it was never her vaccination status was never discussed with her. It was never discussed with her, but it's like okay, but you're saying the term my vaccination status, <laughs> so you're not. The, uh, why? Why can't they just come out and say I, I haven't been vaccinated? Why is it always got to be something like that? What my vaccination stand, standpoint or inoculated as my fucking shitty quarterback decided to use? Like, yeah. So Nia Jax did claim that she was in the middle of uh, of a mental health thing and was taking more time off. I have a hard time believing that WWE knows what the right hand is doing from the left hand. So I fully believe that they had no fucking clue that she was off because of a mental health issue, and they just fired her because of, of firing her. Because this is the same company that forgot that Cody Rhodes was taking some time off to get married. 
sure. and had to quickly write him off the day before he left. So, yeah, I, I, I believe that that was probably in the works. And then, you know, they, she was supposed to be back soon and they were just going to be like, yeah, we're done. Okay. Um, Here's the thing though. As somebody who suffers from mental health issues, um, I gotta be honest with you. It's not going to change the fact that they're not going to let me in an arena if I'm not vaccinated. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the, if that's the reason she got fired, then it's got nothing. Her throwing out there like I was on a mental health break. That's petty. That's bullshit. All right. Uh, just, I don't know. I just lost my cell. You just lost your job a couple of weeks ago. You seemed pretty petty and pissed off and bullshit about it. I know. Exactly. Okay. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. Like, it's not, oh, WWE did this while she was on a mental health break. Like, no, no, stop. They did it because she wasn't fucking vaccinated. Well, I... And she's almost killed a bunch of people. Yeah, that's it. But that's never mattered before. Yeah. Like you said, they're going on tour. Yeah. So, um, a couple of these other guys did ask for their release. Uh, Lindsay Dorado, Grant Vendeldick, they both asked for their release. We know that for a fact. They came out and said that. Um... The some of the more some of the other interesting ones. So Harry Smith apparently was hired for NXT UK, and then once they brought him in, he had the dark match, then got COVID, and then once he was was back and cleared, they said we're going to send you over to NXT UK, and he's like I'm not vaccinated. So that's why they released him is because like that that was the whole point of why we hired you was to go work in the in the UK, buddy. Um, so. Those ones you can kind of, you can kind of understand. You still, you can still be upset about it. And I'm still upset about some of them, but I could, but you can understand some of them. Some of the other ones, uh, Katrina Cortez, Zeta Ramir, uh, Jeet Rama, Trey Baxter, all young up and coming people, all people at the performance center, all people that by all accounts seem like they were progressing. Um, Jessica Mayo was not progressing. So that one just... I mean, Jeet <clears throat> Rama got his shit kicked in by Braun Brick. <laughs> last yeah, time. yeah. Um, Frankie Monet, uh, th- that seems like such a lost, missed opportunity uh, because she could have been really good. Uh, Ember Moon, I don't fucking know at this point. Once, once we started to see her back in NXT and she didn't seem to know what the fuck her gimmick was, it was kind of the writing was on the wall that, you know, it's it's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, obviously, Keith and Mia are are the big ones out of this that that just piss me the fuck off because Keith Lee we were working on bringing back even though we continue to try to fucking change everything about him. And Mia Yim hasn't wrestled in a year, which is like how do you how do you have Mia Yim on your roster and not have her wrestle for a year? Mm-hmm. So. Jason. So this is one of those times when you can be of two minds. I can sit here and understand the logical reasons the company does these things. Mm -hmm. I can also sit there and say on some basic human level shit, maybe on a day we're going to take 19 people's livelihoods away from them. We don't get on a conference call and talk about our record profits. The juxtaposition of those two things, not a great look. 
Maybe we don't have Stephanie on there talking about what bad news it is that the Miz got voted off Dancing with the Stars. Because that guy can still feed his fucking family. Mm-hmm. I can understand the reasons. I can also see that it's incredibly shitty in some cases. I mean, we've talked about uh, at length a lot, um, friend of the show, Anthony Green, and mm-hmm. the feeling that he sort of got screwed over. Um, and in fact, by the way, if you go to his Twitter page, he released it. They had an unreleased uh, promo for August Gray that they apparently filmed. It was like very uh, GTA Vice City vibes. Um, that was supposed to be promoting his, his debut in NXT or whatever, and obviously they just never did it. Um, but he's a good example of it because here's the thing. You can sit here and you can look through, you can run through this list, and yes, I can sit here and I can tell you Ember Moon. They fucking tried with Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. She didn't connect. Sometimes you can't force it. Keith Lee, Keith Lee fucking connected. And the problem is from the second he connected, and you can go back and listen to old episodes of NXT, the the last match they had on NXT between Dijak and Keith Lee, Ginger and I both sat on that show and said, this didn't feel like them. This felt like we want to teach these big guys how to wrestle like WWE big guys, not what they've done previously. Mm-hmm. And we both said at that point, this is not a good sign for what they intend to do with them on the main roster. And ultimately, it turns out we were right. Keith Lee is a guy who two years ago stole the fucking show at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Who two years mm-hmm. ago got the seal of approval from Brock Lesnar <clears throat> in the Royal Rumble. And we couldn't find a way to get that guy over? Why? Right. Because he's a little, a couple extra pounds, his booty a little too big. Well, maybe not every, oh, well, okay, well, great, yeah, he's a little, he's, he's got a couple extra pounds, we can't use him. But, uh, this carrying cross guy, he's fucking cut out of stone, we can use him, right? Oh no, we can't, cause we gotta change him into a fucking, the fourth missing member of demolition. Yeah, I can't believe Zardoz didn't get over. It's, it's such horseshit. Because, they don't know how to market wrestlers anymore. They can't do it. They can't market guys who are wrestlers. They can only market comic book characters. And the biggest problem... Yes, sir. Um, speaking to that, um, there was a, a prime example of, of that and, and of the fans also kind of being desensitized towards actual good wrestling. Chad Gable German suplexed Big E and the crowd was fucking silent. And it's like all the people that actually would have popped for that have been disenfranchised at this point. Because you keep telling that you keep showing us that like apparently wrestling doesn't matter to you, you know? And like the guys that are just the wrestlers don't seem to matter to you anymore. So a lot of the fans are going, why would I fucking watch this? I can go watch other things that actually care about wrestling, and, and not everyone is a fucking goofy fucking Italian mobster and shit like that. So just just an example that you, uh, to to back what you're saying. Uh, and, and just August that, Gray is a, uh, okay. Go ahead. I just wanted to say, I, I really enjoyed that Chad Gable match, and like you said, the crowd wasn't there for it. I was really confused. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, second straight Chad Gable match that's been great on Raw because the one with Balor was fantastic too. Yeah. Um, 
August Grant would have been a great character. And this is where, and I think about pulling back the curtain a little bit, we had a disagreement in our host thread about this story when it broke originally. And to Troy's point, and, and he's not wrong when he says, we don't know what goes on at these training sessions. We don't know who's progressing, who's not, who's a pain in the ass down there. Who, like, that's a fair criticism. And if it comes to pass that all those people just simply don't progress at the training center, it's one thing. But when, when Anthony Green gets released, and no less than Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano immediately take to Twitter to put over how great he is, how hard he works, how creative his mind is. That tells you that was not the problem. And I'm guessing for a lot of these people, that's not the problem. And Katrina, I know she went on on Twitter and sort of did the, woe is me, my visa expired, etc. Yes, it sucks. That's awful. The Iconics sort of went through the same thing. That's why it took them so long to find a new home. They had a lot of work visa issues. Um, because remember, Sean Spears is Canadian, so marrying him did not get paid and raise a green card. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but there are a lot of people who have gone through NXE recently and passed up other promotions. Blake Christian is a great example. He passed up a contract from Impact to go sign with NXT. He was there for six months, maybe. Zeta Ramirez, same thing. These people uproot their entire fucking lives, move their entire families to Florida, pull their kids out of fucking school, and you don't even give them a chance. You, do, I mean, John Cena sucked. He got chances and eventually found something that clicked. Ember Moon had her chances. It never clicked. But for all these people who you never gave an opportunity to, Brandy Loren never appeared on television. Not one fucking time. Scarlett never had a chance to connect the muster audience because they never fucking introduced her to them. Something is fundamentally and factually broken within this organization. And somebody needs to fix it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, and I'm not going to be a stand. I'm not going to tell you AEW is the fucking Ellis Island of professional wrestling and none of that bullshit. What I'm going to tell you is AEW isn't the ASR. Apple is not the sole WWE with an ID. Simply not. Anybody who argues that is wrong. Because he went from being the face of a brand to being the first guy of a fan. Now, what is? He's fucking up. He's sitting his buddy, his girlfriend. He's been kind of rather than he Now, I think Apple's better off than the Apple. Yeah, because he likes that. would be happy if he can go to it. Yeah. But- the warranty, though, was being a right, club. Yeah, it, it, it likes to do the same thing with Good comes, good comes, you're just like, oh, that's true. And what he showed, he can be a threat. He can't get that serious performance. He's tied for being happy. And so Heedley and the other 18 can't say today. I can connect this. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, thing, I don't, I don't thing, know Kate. what you mean. No, no, uh, there's one more point I want to make to that, Sal, before, before you get there. Because this was another point of contention. At some point, somebody, I don't know if it was, if I read it on Twitter, if it was if someone in our host read, but somebody brought up the point that, hey, in a couple of couple of weeks, we're going to hear about all these contracts like Joey Danella signed not being renewed by AEW, and I won't get any shit for that. There is a monumental fucking difference between honoring and paying out the length of an entire contract and then opting not to renew that person versus firing a person three months after they've relocated their entire fucking lives without ever giving them a chance on TV. Mm -hmm. Big, huge, gigantic, monumental fucking difference. 
So, yes, AEW has been done better by their talents. Yes, they have talents that do not get on TV. Absolutely. They have a roster crunch. They have problems with that. They still fly them out. They still let them work the locker room. They still let them go do independent shows so they can continue to hone their craft while they're not on TV because they don't have a performance center. So if I'm a talent and I'm watching everything that's going on, other than my childhood dream was to work for WWE, what is the incentive? Of the hope and the prayer that you're one of the five guys that hit so big that you make enough money? I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're going to have a real problem. And it's a good thing that they've decided to stop signing wrestlers and they want to start signing, you know, fitness models and football players because wrestlers aren't going to want to work there anymore. Story after story. And I keep going back to it, but Anthony Green, his fucking dream was to work for that company. And that company fucking spit him up and chewed him up and spit him out. I don't, I don't know how many other people are going to want to follow that path at this point. All right, so I know you had something. Sorry, I, mean, I just didn't want to finish my thought. No, no, it, it, I agree with most of what you said. I, I would just like to point out a couple things. This is nothing new because the people that surround Vince have been there for more than 15 years. So so when you tell me it was well, AG's no, no, dream, I believe you, but it was also Colt Cabana's dream. It was also Sylvian Grenier's dream. Like, this has been going on and on and on. We just never saw it. Okay, it was hold, on, South hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, You could not have pronounced his name anywhere. Colt Cabana was on TV. Sylvain Grenier was on TV, was a fucking champion. Do not make the case that they are the same as Anthony Green got treated. Okay, no, no, not the same as Anthony Green, but in, in retrospect, he was on NXT. He was on 205. Cole Cabana he was, was on... Oh, he was on NXT as fucking uh, Timothy Thatcher's student. By the way, where the fuck is Timothy Thatcher? And they started that program, and I just went, eh, fuck it, we don't need to do that. Dude, Cabana was Scotty Goldman for three months, and he appeared in two matches and lost them both. That was his dream. Okay, okay, hey, okay, hey, okay, hey. okay, hold on, Sal. Sylvania Greenhouse got the dance around the duck, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if that's your dream, if you're Colt Cabana, you should probably go down there and take that a little more seriously. Sure. Colt Cabana is one of those guys who used to take things seriously with the wrestling business, which is why AEW is a perfect fucking place for him. Yeah. And I'm also, happy he found that place. But, Colt Cabana was employed by WWE for two years. He wasn't employed for six months like Anthony Green was. Yeah. I get it. But what I'm trying to say is that as long as the Michael Hayes and the John Laronitis and the Kevin Dunns have been around, this shit has been going on. But you say yeah. this is this isn't a new thing. No. This is a new thing. They've never signed people for sin cut them loose. And this is AG's just the latest example. He's not the only Zeta Ramir, just from this last round. Blake Christian, just from this last round. The fucking I forget I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. The referee um that they released last round. Um, was there for three months, moved his entire fucking family. And and the locker room story on that is that they needed to fire one else, another referee, so that Drake Wirtz couldn't say they targeted him. Wow. And he was just the most recent guy they hired, so it was last guy in, first guy out situation. Honestly, the the bigger thing that you should be talking about of, of things they've never done before. They've never released 100 people in a year before. Oh, no. Well, they also record. Right, but I'm sure they also had, and I'm not defending them, but I'm sure they also had a record roster as far as guys, sure. you know, compared to sure. previous years. But 
the, the thing is, when you say guys don't get a look, they don't even get a chance, it's because of those guys I'm talking about. Kevin Dunn sees one thing wrong with you, and doesn't matter how hot no. you were. You're so, gone. So those guys have always been there, though. What is yeah, new? I, I, what's, uh, what's, as I like to say, Sal, what's new? Nikon. Exactly. Nikon, yeah. Here's the answer. That's true. Nikon doesn't, doesn't fucking care about your territory, as no, Charlie would say. He's looking at he's a numbers guy. That's all yeah. he is. He's looking at what's the return on investment of a guy like Keith Lee. Are we ever going to make enough money off of him to justify what we're going to have to pay him to keep him in his company? Probably mm-hmm. not. Now, when you talk about the women, that's a different ball game because we brought back Johnny Laurinaitis as talent relations. We all know Johnny Laurinaitis has a very specific view of what women's wrestlers should be and should look like. Yeah, his daughter-in-laws. And any of those people who have not fallen into that category, I mean, Ember Moon wouldn't fall into that category. She now. Katrina Cortez. No. She gone. Taya Valkyrie. B-Fab. She, Taya Valkyrie is a great one. She gone. Mm-hmm. B-Fab. B-Fab. She gone. Nijax. Nijax. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, and really... who are we bringing in? Who are we bringing up? Who are, we, who are the people now we're, we're starting to push? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. And I like Liv Morgan. But she's a Johnny Laurinaitis type of uh, type of girl. So yeah. all of Toxic Attraction. Exactly. Yep. Oh, no. I see it, too, man. It's it's blatant. I mean, Lash Legend is right along with that. <laughs> Not wrestling, though. No, don't, don't, don't. Shit is so fucking stupid. I watched. Because you, cause you know somebody backstage was like, hey, Lash, uh, you're black, right? Uh, what, what, did that, what did that black talk show host used to do? He did like the... Can we do something like that? Can we figure something out? Like stats? Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. I was no. I was just gonna say you guys have talked so much shit about that that I was before we started, Todd. I was scanning through to try and watch what I hadn't watched this past week. So I was scanning through NXT and lashing out, or whatever the fuck that's called, was on with uh, with Tony D'Angelo, and I uh, I watched it. I'll never get those ten minutes back, but I watched it. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It's been you bad. See, I, they were very subtle, but I believe that Tony D'Angelo might have kidnapped that producer guy <gasps> and threatened his family. No, he didn't. Wait, what? I, it was very subtle. It was, it was sort of like you got to read between the lines kind of situation, but I think that's what they were inferring. Hey, you pastrami. Uh, I want to I want to take a second to apologize. I believe I called her Lash the Rue. That is an insult to Lash the Rue because he's actually entertaining. Lash Legend is who I'm speaking. Yeah, I think you actually Lash did say Lash Legend. Yeah, you did say. Did Lash. I? Okay. For some of the mind, I was like, did I say Lash the Rue? <laughs> I may have said Lash the Rue. Maybe one um, did. In the either, in, in my chat, that's more than Lash the Rue has been talked about in the past twenty years. So, <laughs> <laughs> on this topic, in my chat, uh, KT says Frankie Monet was probably the biggest release there. So much potential in both NXT and main roster stories that could have been told. Her <laughs> husband works there, and she, her character would have fit perfectly next to fucking Johnny Trip Trip. Do you think when she signed, they had kind of pitched her that she was going to be with him on on SmackDown or Raw? I'm sure they didn't pitch to her then, that she'd appear in four episodes and get released. And then Miz got eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. So like, oh, Frankie, sorry, we don't need <laughs> Miz is coming back. No, 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 let me clarify all of this for you right here with her, at least, and a lot of these. This is the result of Triple H had a very specific vision for what he wanted from NXT performers. Rebranded NXT, that wasn't what they wanted. So they got rid of the indie workers who are not characters. Now, I think Taya can be a character. 
But they're not going to invest time in creating a new character for a 38-year-old woman. It's just they're not in that company, not with Johnny Laurinaitis at the helm. It just sounds so harsh when you say it, but it's so fucking true. I, I'm not, do. I don't mean to be happy. I am a big fan of Taya. You guys right. have heard me on this oh, show. I've been Taya's phrases for years. Back to Lucha Underground before most of people knew who the fuck she was. Mm-hmm. So I, I, this is not a knock on her at all. She got right. done dirty here. But that's what this is. They are weeding out the guys that Triple H signed who are – look what they've done with Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, 100%. He doesn't I mean, fit what they want. All you got to do is is take a look at that list of, of people that got released and go, so Nia Jax got released because she wouldn't get vaccinated. Harry Smith because he couldn't get vaccinated. Even Marie because she's off doing a movie. The rest are all NXT people. <laughs> or people people who came up through Triple H's NXT. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. And you haven't really heard any updates on Triple H's condition since that original report, huh? He did. <laughs> It's a little weird. <laughs> Almost like they're sort of freezing them out, isn't it? Probably. Honestly, maybe that motherfucker really caused a fucking heart incident. If the, if that motherfucker turned around and was like, "I'm starting my own promotion," I'd be like, "We are doing a dedicated show just to Triple H's new promotion." <laughs> I was just going to totally say that. Do it. <laughs> Triple H's promotion is his vision of what wrestling is and should be is much more in line with what I want to watch. Yeah. That's why NXT was my favorite mm-hmm. program, and they took that away from me. And now WWE doesn't really offer a whole lot to me. Now, AU is not perfect, but it offers me a closer thing to NXT than WWE does. Can we, can we, um, no. can we have Triple H leave WWE and become head booker of AEW? Because I'd be down for that. Probably not, because he's not going to go for all the kind of bullshit they're going to want to do. Well, if Khan would just pay the bills and stay off the fucking pencil, then we wouldn't have a problem. I mean, because then the EVPs would have the pencil, and that's probably. I worse. mean, look at Cody Rhodes destroyed a, a fucking throne with Triple H's logo on, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be too pleased with him joining the company. I mean, fuck Cody. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this down. I'm gonna be dead serious to you. The first major star to jump from AEW to WWE will be Cody. Yeah, but he's going to be the first one to go back. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, for sure. He will be the first one to go back. He's already mm-hmm. he's already fallen out with the other EVPs. He doesn't get along with the box. He he's fallen out with the fan. Of course he's going back. He, he yeah. gets along with Tony, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the locker room isn't isn't on his side. Nor his and, wife. Right. And Look, we don't know, thirsty, we don't know, know how much reality, reality show. And as you see with the reality shows, they are thirsty as Owner. fuck to be celebrities, and mm. they aren't going to get a high enough profile in AEW to do what they wanted. True. By the way, for some reason, my Skype is having a little glitching problem, and Sal's name is over Adam's face. I don't know why. It's not on yours, don't worry. But it's just on our stream. You're you're just wearing Sal <laughs> glasses. You're wearing Sal on his face. <laughs> yes. Boner. All right. Speaking of... Uh, the of weird AEW. part is that Sal's name is under Sal, and then again on Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a weird fucking glitchy thing. I don't know why it's happening. I, I'm not going to fuck with it, though, because, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of AEW, though... Uh, I mean, we've always out. said Adam's, Adam's got such a big forehead, we could put advertising up there. Was, was Damn. Nice. Uh, Tony Khan did a little bit of an interview. Uh, surprisingly, he does, he does five of that guy's I know. four. Um, so, Wait, don't tell me, don't tell me he's on busted uh, radio. 
<laughs> I think so. I think that's where some of these come from. One of the things that was was revealed was that AEW wrestlers are listed as independent contractors with you. <laughs> so that didn't change. Um, of course, they are they are a, a much more in the actual like independent contractor. Like you can go and work for other places as they, opposed they to maybe where more, they can. Yeah, they more on right of first refusal than right exactly. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah, they still have it, obviously, where their people can't show up on other people's TV, but they are allowed to go and work, you know, non-televised events. Or Although events. that's not even true. Again, with permission, they can. I mean, mostly did the GCW yep. pay-per-views, so. Yeah, yeah. But in, in, in general, you have to Plus, talk look what happened that. to them after that. By the way, yeah, I, was right. still, I was listening back to last week's episode. It was so, uh, you couldn't have scripted it better. We started with uh, the excerpts from Mox's book, where he talks about getting drunk. And then we end with, mm-hmm. oh, Mox is going into rehab. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, well, one of the things that, that was brought up was uh, um, they asked if Tony Khan was vaccinated. And he's like, well, I work for the NFL, so yes. Um, which makes total sense that he would be because, yeah, he otherwise he would not be able to go a lot of the places he's able to. Or he could but, just tell them he's vaccinated and, you know. Oh, yeah, and you could just lie and get fined $14,000, which is exactly how much I hey, hey, Look, I ain't, gonna, uh, which, I ain't got to trust. Which is like $2. I ain't got to trust no goddamn doctors, all right? Joe Rogan said I could take the horse pills and I'd be fine. Yes. Uh, so it should it should come as no surprise that Tony Khan does not drug test anyone's roster. We know. Uh-huh. Brian Cage. Brian Cage over here. Jimmy <laughs> Havoc over here. <laughs> Clearly, we know you're not doing drug testing, but he also does that riddle over here. (laughs) Well, that's different. He said he doesn't do any drug testing at all. WWE actually does Uh, drug testing for everything except for... Also, Matt Seidel. Come on, guys. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But that also does not require his people to be vaccinated. Um, which, of course, is a big difference from WWE, who's requiring everyone to be vaccinated now. Tony Khan says that, oh, well, like uh, like 92% of our roster is vaccinated, uh, and that 8% uh, is, they're, they're just going to run into problems if we go to a place that requires it. So I haven't seen anyone actually go and do the legwork on it and be like, let's see which shows these that certain people didn't show up on. But needless to say... Um, who was on? Who was on Dynamite while the Jericho cruise was going on? That's Pretty funny. much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the big thing. Was anyone that was on the Jericho cruise had to get vaccinated because when you're in open international waters, you have to be vaccinated. And if you're on a fucking plane or a boat, sorry, no, no cruise ship will allow you on unvaccinated. No, exactly, exactly. So I'm sure we all remember what happened to that one cruise ship that was stuck at sea for like two months because the entire fucking because they all had COVID. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend whose oh. parents were on that cruise ship. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, is is that any shock at all to you that AEW, who of course made the crack about not running a sloppy that. shop, actually running a sloppy shop? I was gonna mention that. <laughs> well, so so it doesn't shock me, but it also doesn't bother me if that makes sense. Sure. I mean, listen, I I personally encourage people to be vaccinated. I am vaccinated. My family is vaccinated. I do get a little about the idea of forcing people to do it. I think everyone should do it of their own volition. Yeah. But the idea of, buddy, this is something you have to do and take medical chase away from somebody, 
it, it's a gray area for me because I think once you start going down that road, where where do you stop it? You know, I, so and I'm, I know I know that's a larger debate, and I'm not trying to have a fight with anybody. Again, I am pro vaccine. I just am also pro personal freedom. Um, in the same way, they want to add like a mileage tax to everybody's fucking cars as part of the new budget. My opposition wasn't the mileage tax. It was the fact that they're going to put a little device in the car. It's going to track everywhere I go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my issue. It's the personal freedom versus versus the government overreach. But um, so I, I don't necessarily have a problem with they're going to run into their own problems. Like you mentioned, those people will have to decide if, if the risks and the problems they're going to run into professionally outweigh their personal choice to not get it done. But I'm just not a huge fan of the idea of forcing people to do it. So it doesn't that that I don't know when I read it, it didn't bother me that much. I guess. Yeah. See, and and my whole thing is, um, I'm I'm somebody that is 100% pro-choice. I'm 100% pro-choice on women being able to get abortions. I'm 100% pro-choice on you not wanting to get a vaccine. My issue has always been the spreading of misinformation. It's the, it's, it's the yes. it's the people that are like, oh, I'm I'm not vaccinated, and these are the reasons why. It's like, and okay. they're all bullshit, yeah. and they're all bullshit. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I don't want to stick anything in my body that I don't know, but I'll take this horse tranquilizer. Right. Like, are you fucking kidding, kidding me? Like, no, that's that's my issue. Like, uh, with you know, the, obviously it's it's big in our state right now with Aaron Rodgers. I had no problem when I heard, like, he was unvaccinated. It's like, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Like, as long as he was doing what he was supposed to be doing, which turns out he wasn't. Um, but it was the, it was the fact that he went on Pat McAfee's thing. It was just like, oh, it'll make your balls swell up. It'll make you fucking impotent and you can't have kids. And so it's like, no, it, shut because up, dude. Because then you're like, swaying other people. And that, yeah. I agree. That is, that yeah. is where I have a big issue. But yeah. not only that. Didn't he originally say he was vaccinated? All right, this he is Aaron Rodgers' talk. No, no, but that—that's my said, bigger issue: is that don't lie. No, that, no, he did. I mean? It was—it was a a lie of omission. It was he said he was uh, inoculated against it, yes. which is which is not vaccinated, but he was taking ivermycin and he was taking the fucking hydrochlorazine or whatever like that. That's how he was inoculated. No, no, that. But again, it's not not the fucking talk. No, so. Yeah, if if some of the guys on the fucking roster are unvaccinated, I, as long as they as they turn around and do their whole, hey, I've got a negative test, I'm all good with that, go ahead and wrestle. If you're vaccinated and you're a wrestler, go to Tony Khan and be like, I don't want to fucking wrestle this guy. I don't want to be in the same room with him because he's not vaccinated. 100% your choice. 100%. I support you being like, I don't want to work with that, you know? Well, like it's actually said, funny. professionally, going to hit them, and that's, what, that's yeah. a decision they, they have to make. So, mm-hmm. But it's a decision they should get to make. That's sort mm-hmm. of the... Yeah, but um, but it's funny now to to sit and watch a bunch of my friends' Facebook and Twitter pages fill up with fully vaccinated and vaccine passport willing to travel to your shows. So yeah. it is a thing that's hitting indie wrestlers now too. So yep, oh yeah, for sure. I mean that, that's always going to happen, and and those people made the decision of like, hey, I got to work, you know, and if I got to take a fucking vaccine to do it, I'll do it, you know. Right. Um, now I know yeah. Adam. You're, and I'm curious this because you. I, I don't know. If the, maybe you're reading your face long, but it looked like you didn't necessarily agree with um, that that opinion that I gave, which is fine. Um, but I say that from a curiosity standpoint because you, much like me, are doing indie shows, and we don't know the status of guys in those locker rooms that we're working in, right? Should, should, do you feel like we should be able to know their vaccine status before we work with them? 
It's not a debate I'm prepared to have today. Uh, it's, well, I, you know, I think you and I actually align a lot more on this topic than we disagree. But from what I said about, um, you know, I, I do endorse the idea that it should be up to the individual. It looked like you didn't necessarily ascribe to that. And I know you, I, you're, you have strong opinions <laughs> on it, so. It's, I, I kind of, I've, I think Troy put it best in terms of the fact that it's it's not the, the status that I have issue with. It's the bullshit. Right. And I agree with that 100%. But it's just, I don't know. This is, this is not a conversation for this show. <laughs> See, I, I went out in my backyard and I put my anus right up to the sun and opened it wide. And I got all the vitamin D straight up my blur, so, so I'm fine. So a little behind the curtain stuff, too, and then Adam can attest this. The last few shows I've worked APW, I've called the shows with my mask on the whole time. And I have gotten some crooked looks and some people who are like, what the fuck? And, you know, it's, it's, I feel personally, I, as somebody who coaches youth sports and deals with other people's children, I feel it's a cunt upon me to be as, despite the fact that I'm vaccinated, to be as careful as I can. Um, so to that extent, I don't mind doing it. I can, I'm there for the show. I'm just taking a little extra precaution for myself. Um, but a large part of that logic, too, is I don't fucking know what everybody in that locker room is doing. You know, some people are very forthcoming with it, like the people I work with in, in production. Most of them have told me their status. Um, but there are a lot of workers back there. And I know for a fact, and Adam, you can attest to this. Some of those people are the Murica types. <laughs> and I don't know what their status is. And I have no issue. I'm not trying to force them into anything. But not knowing... I'm going to take a little extra personal safety, that's all. Mm -hmm. And see, it's funny because you mentioned being a coach, but also, just like me, I have a daughter who has a heart condition, and i got to be careful. i got to be extra careful. I'll take that extra precaution, because like you said, you don't know what what other people's status are. For sure, absolutely. I mean, much much like you, I, I haven't been to anything. Really, still, I haven't been to any concerts. I haven't been to any. Did you any go to like the big ex- festival thing? Yeah, you went to the uh, one in Houston, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that was different um, because one, it was open air. Two, it was it, there. It wasn't like a crowd of people together. It was like uh-huh. you can walk around, and there was uh, there was always enough space around me. That was that was the largest thing I went to, and it wasn't it wasn't like going to a concert when you know like you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people, right. you know. Um, so that was the only thing, but I, I mean, I haven't gone, we've gone to the movies, but it's always been like, we're going to go in the middle of the day. There's not going to be anybody around us kind of thing. Yeah. And we're going to be sitting by ourselves kind of thing. So, right. and like, I want to go to the fuck casino again and yeah. lose my money, <laughs> but I know, but I, but I know that there's going to be fucking crowded and I don't want to do that right now, you know? And it's like, I want to, I want to go to, you know, fucking a concert again, but. I'm not gonna, it's not going to be Travis Scott concert, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> Will but, you yeah. still order the Travis Scott meal from McDonald's? Um, Is yeah, that I mean, still a thing? No, no it's not. <laughs> okay. um, I mean, I still, like I said, everybody on this Skype call is vaccinated. I still mask up when I go to the grocery store. Uh, I still... I, I mean, when I, I run into cummies for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you, I, you got some cummies? Cummies. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't know. That's like Cum- Wawa. Cummies, yeah. donkeys, you know. Um, I don't know what Wawa is. <laughs> he's, he's further west. Menards? Wawa. What, is, what, is your, uh, what is your quick stop type grocery quick store, gas station? Quick trip. Quick trip. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's essentially that. So that. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. I, I, I wore my damn mask the entire time at Dynamite uh, a couple weeks ago. So. You say the same but, for the but, people around you? But you don't. I can't say the same for the person that I went with, but. 
<laughs> yeah, but that's on them. That's their choice. <laughs> but you built the APW shows, which I always I was curious about. That. That's a presentation thing in my head. It's a presentation thing in my head. Okay. I'm like, it's not going to sound as good. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I was just curious. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm sorry for that. Well, gentlemen, we can I either do our... I apologize, by the way, for, for that. Point that out to those long-time listeners. <laughs> We can either do a full gear, come here, be a full gear predictions, or we can talk about uh, some of the shows. What do you want to do next? Should you say some full gear comes? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's talk about some shit because I got some stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let, uh, me start. let me let me start because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this one. Okay. Okay. I want to take us back to last Friday night to AEW Rampage, and I want to discuss the promo segment between CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Okay. To me, this is what I want more of. This felt real. There were jabs thrown in there that the regular fan can feel, ooh, I'm behind the curtain. I know that story. I know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. When Kingston popped off and finished that promo with a line, after I beat you, quit for another seven years and don't come back, I popped huge for that. Um, these guys in, in the span of two weeks, they took what was a shitty angle the week before. I thought the whole busting into his promo and punk looking like whatever. They took that. And now this is one of my most anticipated matches at the pay-per-view on the strength of this segment alone. <laughs> that is how you draw. And this is the type of shit WWE used to do and sometimes still does with Roman. Roman and Cena did it. Edge and Rollins to a smaller extent. A much um, more watered down. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah fair. Um, He's in my house, Pitch. But, uh, but this is the type of wrestling to me that's interesting. That draws me in. Two guys who just fucking have a personal issue and fucking hate each other. That's what I want to see. It's not contrived. It's not watered down. It's not fake. There's some actual tension. There's some actual history to draw upon. And it fucking, it, it got me. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Well, Sal and I talked about this back on, on the AEW Rundown back in the Kingston-Moxley feud that led up to that match where it was these two guys who, who knew each other and it, like I said, it felt, it felt like real life. Uh, and, and I said at that point that that was some of the best work that I'd seen from Eddie Kingston up to that point. And then they completely fucking ruined that by making them be stupid happy best friends. But, uh, yeah, this this promo is fantastic. This uh, I I from beginning to end with CM Punk introducing Eddie and they play a, a snippet of Eddie's music and Eddie doesn't come out and Punk says, "Oh, maybe I should just keep talking since he likes to interrupt people. Maybe if I just keep talking." Oh, right on top, right on cue. I also love uh, the, the small little the, things about it where they both stood in opposite corners. They didn't stand in the mm-hmm. center of the ring, both facing hard cam. They stood on opposite corners as far the yeah. fuck away from each other as they possibly could. And they use the handhelds on either side to go back and forth, like small little touches like that, which AEW is not always sure. done right. They did right here. Um, mm-hmm. The only other thing that you mentioned Moxley and Kingston before, and that that reminded me of that. Um, 
it all it reminded me a little bit of the Ruby Soho Britt Baker promo that they did a few months mm-hmm. back too that really sort of got me a little bit because there were elements of reality like you didn't run away you got fired yeah. and then you came here like mm-hmm. I love when they interject little pieces of backstage stuff without overtly doing it and doing it too over the top and too contrived this that this did it perfectly to me Sal I know you you had thoughts on it too um you might remember this, Jason. You might have actually grown up in a similar junior high and high school. Didn't this feel like a fight lunch? Oh, yeah. Like people would just, especially with Kingston saying, fight, fight yeah. me, fight me. Oh, my God, it's me fucking back, dude. And that and every time Punk tried to say something, he didn't, he just, fight me. Yep. I'm not going to fight me. And, and then, that's oh, the thing, it wasn't overly scripted. Like You can tell when something's like, oh, he wrote that line like right. two hours ago. No, this was like, he kept interrupting him. And, and Punk was getting fucking pissed, and he would yeah. come back with something, and I just loved it. It escalated perfectly to the point where you believed they wanted to fucking beat the shit out of each other. And, and then the line, like, I, think, I don't think full gear is quite your speed. Maybe we should do it on dark. Dark or elevation. Oh. See, that, I wasn't sure how I felt about I that. I liked that, because then after that, because was, that's how what did, was like, fight me, you're a coward. What more can you show yeah, also... in that company for not being a main event talent than to say that, though? But maybe don't shit on one of your yeah. actual shows. That's what I was. That's that was the thing that kind of. But me again, on, shitting on the old product. Being real about it. I mean, Dark is where the enhancement talent is. Yeah, it's a YouTube show. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Why should I fight you at the pay per view? You're not. You're not pay per view quality. I didn't mind right. that at all. Right. Troy, do you have any thoughts on it? I don't want to get into an argument. <laughs> that's that's opinion. part of what makes this show good. Go for it, man. <laughs> See, see, here's the thing, and I want to clear this up. Is like, I think you think that we get offended when you disagree with us. We don't. I'm going to come back with my opinion. It's not discourse. It's, I'm a person. I hope you do. Okay. I do care. Okay. And right now, it's like they're both tweeners. So it's it's kind of like who are we supposed to root for? Um, which. I don't know. I don't feel like that they've really told the story of like who is actually right or wrong in a situation. And maybe that's just because it's just the way that I've been raised on wrestling. It's it's usually this is the stash good guys is tab Um But you loved when Cena and Roman were going back and forth on each other. Because we had those conversations on this show. Yeah. I don't How know. is this any different than that though? Because I liked both of them. And I and I don't like either of these guys. Okay. So that that's kind of my issue. Is so that's that that to me was sort of the cool thing about this was if you loved them both, you had an opening to cheer for both of them. If you dislike sure. one, you had an opening to cheer for the other. If you dislike them both, you can say they were both assholes. Like I was gonna say, Jason hates them both. And this, I don't. So I don't hate Kingston. I do love the fact that they're now working into the segments, people being openly disappointed with him failing to reach his potential. I mean, Cause, it's, it, cause <laughs> this has become a recurring theme now. So when, when Punk started going at Kingston, I'm like, who wrote Punk's promo? Did Jason write Punk's promo? <laughs> everything Jason's saying about Eddie Kingston, but it proves that that's been a narrative throughout his yeah. career. Yeah. It's not just you saying it. It's been a lot of people have said that about Eddie Kingston. And and to that point, Kingston said a lot of the things about Punk that I've said years on the show, too. And a lot of people have said the same thing about Punk. When yeah. he said friends with the booker, I was like, oh, Because that was a fucking big thing. He was like boys with um, fucking Gabe Sapolsky. Yeah. Him, Homicide, Joe, all of them. Yeah. 
So they made it sound like real fun life. Great. To, but, right. but, in term, but in terms of the content, Roy, you, you didn't like the content either. No, no, the content was fine. I thought I thought both of them were promos. I were, were, were decent promos. I don't think that they were the greatest promos ever. Um, which everyone is kind of fucking jerking themselves off to them. Um, I thought that they did a lot of things. The issue that I have is that I know it's not probably going to be a good match. <laughs> so probably not going to be a long feud either. This is probably it. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of my other thing too. Is like there's so much potential for this to be a longer feud, but we haven't seen AEW do really anything. Like hey, listen, uh, they're, they're, they're on two years of page and building the page and Omega. No, shut up. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, my, my favorite thing is the fact that Sal said, oh, uh, they're not done with this Malachi Black thing, right? They're done with the Malachi Black thing. He lost, and he's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but see, this is the, maybe, and maybe this is just my WWE, you know, burnout, but I don't need 45 matches in a series in a feud. One match where they sell it and then they move on and do something else. I'm fine with that at this point. I'm so overdone on the, this is going to be a match on the next three pay-per-views thing that WWE's given us for so long. I think that there, that there's a happy medium to be had. I think, I, I do think that WWE does drag out theirs, but I also think that AEW doesn't do any sustained pushes at, or pushes at all. So I think that there is a happy medium. I think AEW could do, do with a couple more storylines that are more than just two shows of build up and then the match kind of thing. See, but 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 they do that with Malachi and Cody, and you didn't like it. Did I say that? You I said I didn't you... like the. I said I didn't like the fact that Cody won, and then they were just like, "Ah, eh, it's over." Yeah, no, but, what he's saying uh, is that they were done. Now they're done because Cody got his win back, and now yeah. they'll have the tag team view. But it's another match with Cody. But, so after Cody I, okay. wins that, what okay. is there for Malachi Black? I guess Andrade and Pac have had a couple, True. right? I, so they don't do it all the time, but they do do it. It's it's sort of like, and, and we've talked about. I'm a big fan of UFC. Not every MMA fight has a trilogy. That's saved for very, very certain specific big rivalries. Sure. Most of the I time, I, they have a I, lot I, of build to a fight. They have the fight, and at the end of the fight, there's a little. Moment, they maybe either they either shake hands or they continue to talk shit and hate each other, and maybe they come back to that fight, you know, six fights later. I think uh, um, I, I think you're taking my my opinion on things uh, uh, a little too far because I'm not I'm not I didn't say that I want all of the storylines to be that way. I'm saying I want more than one storyline to be that way, which is all we have right now. We only have one sustained storyline in AEW that's gone longer than three weeks. And I feel like there's well, a couple more that. that you could. Okay. Uh, the Super Click and Jurassic Express and Christian has gone on for quite a while now. They they were built into that before the last pay per view. Well, I don't know. Who who was in the ring when Adam Cole debuted? Well, Jungle Boy is actually the first person he attacks. Right. So this has been building for a while. Pac and Andrade has been being built for a while. Cody, like we talked about. I, 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 it, t- take the two years bullshit out of it, but Hangman and Omega has been something they've been building around on and off. So this whole card, I will grant you, you know, yeah, you can't t- take copy and fucking. I was gonna say, the Taker <laughs> is a throw some shit against the wall, but yeah. And in reality, that should have been Thunder Rosa, and I think we all know that. But they put her in the TBS tournament, so you know, it doesn't make sense. They needed somebody that wasn't in the TBS tournament. I guess. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but Darby and Cody had a series. Um, 
was MJF had a series with Jericho. Again, not good, but it was a series. It was a program. So I think they've done that. I, I, I think that's sort of enough criticism. I, I do think they have presented programs that, that went on for more than you know, okay. every now and then. They just don't do it. We're, you and I, and, and this is a fault of you, we have been so conditioned by WWE that every program has to go on and on and on and on that when not all of them do, we go, well, fuck, it doesn't feel like they're doing anything continuity-wise. But they are. It's just they're not overdoing it. And we're so used to overdoing it that when we don't see that, it seems weird to us. Okay, I agree with you on that. But, um, Adam, for all the weeks that we did AEW Dynamite, how many times did I stupidly say, oh, this is going to be such a good fucking feud between fucking Cody and Pentag- Pentagon Jr., and then it was over the next week? Oh, so we... Okay, we had that whole promo, and it got personal, and... Oh, yeah. That's but the problem. That, and I, that's it's what not I a problem with me, though. Some, but sometimes they do rush through shit. Like, even Kingston and Punk, if this was spread out over six weeks, since All Out, it would have been better. Okay, I'll give you a better example. The one they rushed through the most that I think they, they left a lot of money on the table was FTR in the Bucks. Sure. I think they left a lot of money on the table with that one. Um and it's so, like, oh, this is the greatest feud ever. They're, they're going to kill each other, and then it's over. Yeah. And there was, it was, oh, they won a match. Now they've got a title shot in two weeks. Two weeks later, they have the match, and that's it. We haven't yeah, seen them interact since. So that's so. the thing. I think with AEW, a lot more. And, yeah, obviously more than WWE, but they they get us hyped this thing, and then as soon as they do it, what the fuck? <laughs> um, real quick on Rampage, I do want to mention uh, Max Caster with the fucking yes. line of yes. Max Caster's fucking career, where he shit up Johnny Ace. That was amazing. Yes. <laughs> Said I end more careers than your father-in-law. <laughs> you didn't like that one at all, Troy? That seemed like one you would go for. Oh, no, no, I wasn't making that. Uh, you you brought up Rampage again, and I just was remembering the, the Daniel Bryanson versus Anthony Bones thing that I had an issue with. I, I do agree with you that I could definitely find a better person on that roster to fight Daniel Bryan than Anthony fucking Bowen. Sure. It's not, but, it's not, sure, even, but, it's not even that. It's, 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 it's the fact that it went for so long and Bryan stole a bit. And it's like, this is the guy who's, is going for the number of contenders ship at your next pay-per-view. And it's, that, that, that my kind of issue is it's like, he should not be letting one half of a job or take to get that much offense on him. Actually, Troy brings up a really good point, and I'm going to transition it to Dynamite. Once again, the world champion goes toe-to-toe with fucking Allen Angels? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I was, I was legit hey, fucking guys, do me a favor, right? Since we're talking about AEW, just out of curiosity. Um, what happened in that Jacksonville Jaguars game this past week? They won. Against who? Uh, the Bills. So one of the worst teams in the NFL... Hung in there for a full sixty minutes and beat one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah, but <laughs> that's 50, 53 guys versus fifty three guys. This is a one on one fight. Okay, it sounds like it sounds like something Sonny would do on a Wednesday night. <laughs> okay, is, okay, 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 okay. Let me let me let me counter your point. Fifty three guys and fifty two guys. Okay, fine. Um, Daniel Cormier is one of the greatest fighters in UFC history, right? Yeah, imagine if he stepped in the ring with CM Punk. One of the greatest fighters in UFC history, right? Sure. Former UFC champion, heavyweight champion, lightweight champion, held both belts at the same time. Right. Could never fucking beat John Jones. Okay. 
You see, everybody, and I think actually I'll give JR credit. I think he did a good job of putting over the storyline of sometimes it's, it's, there's just a guy that is there with you that you just, there's something about that guy that you can't, that you struggle with. Yeah. And I think that's fine. I don't When that guy's every, on your level, when, when you have a Raven no. and a Tommy Dreamer. When Tommy Dreamer can never pin Raven. Not fucking Allen Angels, who we haven't seen in six months, other than in six-man tag matches. So, I, I guess the difference here is, you want same old, same old formulaic wrestling, and I like seeing something different there. Okay, but this, to me, is the equivalent of... Uh, I, for, for the record... Who, who's I the 24-7 champion? Reggie. Reggie. This is the equivalent of Reggie going one-on-one Roman. No, it's not. Yes, no, it it's is! Not even close. 100%. It's not even Troy... Would this, be, would this be the equivalent to Reggie going one-on-one with Roman and hanging no, with him 15 minutes? This would, this would be the equivalent of Dominic going one-on-one against Roman. There it is. The truth. Alan Angels has been presented as a jobber, as the seventh important man in his fashion. He's going to hang with the world champion? No. I can't buy it. I just can't buy it. But you mopped up jizz buckets when Scorpio Sky beat Chris Jericho, who, by the way, was the heavyweight champion at the time, while Scorpio Sky was the third most important guy in his fashion. He was the act champ, if I recall correctly. Okay. What does that have to do with being a singles wrestler? Scorpio Sky, okay. I, I This is did. where we do the mental gymnastics. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I did. I, I, I really thought it was going to make something out of Sky. It didn't. It was a waste. And I guess. This isn't going to do anything out of Angels. It was... There's a chance to spotlight that, hey, this guy's a little bit more than just a jobber, and maybe somewhere down the road we'll decide to do something with him. I, I, did you have a problem when Undertaker almost lost the WWE Championship to Jeff Hardy in the ladder match? Did you have a problem when an unknown rookie named John Cena went at Kurt Angle? This is not a new thing, people. This doesn't It doesn't happen all the time, but it's not a new thing. Okay. But it happened twice in two shows. What are you talking about? Well, with Rampage, we saw Daniel Bryan with Max, um, Anthony with- Bowens, and then and hang with him. And then in the same week, we saw uh, Alan Angels and Kenny well, Anthony Bowens isn't a jobber. Anthony Bowens is an incredibly talented performer. Who <laughs> is Anthony Bowens isn't a jobber? <laughs> no, he's in one of the higher-ranked tag teams in the division. He's like okay. sixth-ranked. But um, You think you can hang with the hole opener? Okay, so what you want to see is what WWE offers, which is the same five people only ever have competitive matches against each other. Okay. All right. That's all what we're right. doing. Okay. I all right. You, all anybody, right. You, anybody? No, 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 getting no, upset no, that we're having no. competitive matches. No. Who is it okay to have a competitive match for Daniel Bryan to have a competitive match with? Pac. Okay. But nobody else. I mean, that's just the first one off the top of my head. By the way, what has Pac I, accomplished in NAEW? No, my my issue was is that it, 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 it this was an opportunity to put him over of how, of how dominant Brian is, and and they didn't. And uh, and me, it was like you're supposed to be heating the guy up in order to potentially be the world champion, and and he had a 15 minute match with a guy who was not on his level. That's my issue. I'm not saying that so I want the same five guys think, up to that level eventually. You yeah, can't now push everybody. You're getting Daniel Bryan ready for world title yeah. final. The, and he's going to go against Miro. AW wants to push everybody. They don't want to bury any of their talent. They don't want... They're... Okay. All right. Anything else to talk about? Uh, or should we get into our predictions? 
Anything else we should talk about, or should we get into our predictions? All right. You can go over to rundownwrestling.com right now, and uh, you can join us along in our AEW Full Gear Addictions. Uh, go slap your name on there. And uh, in no order, and all I this matter has false count anywhere match between Jerk Ass Hat Express, which is Christian Jungle Boy, and Chisaurus against the Super Click, Adam Cole, Nick, and Matt Jackson. Adam, who you got? Sorry, I'm trying to load the website. There we go. Um, the Jerk Ass Hat Express. <laughs> I thought we agreed they were the Jerk Ass Hat. It's tough because I want them to do something different, but I'm not sure that they will. Uh, so I think going to click with this one. Jason? I'm going to click. I think the odd thing is that win on PPO. I'm going to click because I think it's Tuesday. Cole, he takes us even to six pay. Chicago for a city. This new guy. Sal? Zima. Keep that. Sal will be in this number F4. Wasn't that. I think our song's playing. Or was it in paper then? I'm gonna say MJF. Okay. Adam. Uh, I got Darby on this one. Alright. Uh Jason. Darby. Alright, I'm gonna go Darby as well. Just fuck it. Tanner gives a flying fuck match. The inner circle jerk versus America top team. Uh Jason, who you got? Inner circle. Sal? Inner circle. M? Inner circle. And it's going to be the circle jerk. The AEW Eliminator Tournament Final to see who will be facing off against the AEW World Heavyweight Champion at some point in time. Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson versus Miro. Sal? Miro. Adam? Ah, uh, Daniel Bryan. The one who's been in the tournament since the beginning. Jason? Yeah. I'm going to go Brian Bryanson on that one. Uh, AEW Women's Championship. Dr. Britt Breaker versus Tide Conti. I know that I have this, but we'll do it anyway, Sal. I'll be here. Jason? Britt Baker. Adam? Britt Baker. AEW World Tag Team Championship, the Lucha Brothers versus FER. Uh, Jason, who you got? Uh, Lucha Brothers. Sal. Lucha Brothers. Adam. Los Luchabras. Alright, I'm gonna go FTR just to be different. <laughs> uh, AW World Championship, Kenny Oshmigma versus Hangman M. Page. Adam? Uh, I'm gonna go Page on this. Sal? Uh, Hangman. Jason? Hangman. Alright, I'm also gonna go Hangman because if they don't, they might have a full on ride on their hands. That's true. All right. Okay. Now that we've all cooled down a little bit. <sighs> you yourself oh, go to rundownwrestling.com and fill out the phone. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything that we're going to do? That's, um, you meant, uh, the alternate, right? Look, I'm going to do a but he's a bad heel at this point. And I know it's been a little bit since he's been a heel, but. Uh, I don't know. I just think they need challenges for Diggy. I don't agree with the big show thing. Kevin Owens has been a face for a while, and it clearly hasn't been working because they haven't done anything with him. So, I mean, he's he's honestly great either way, but at, at least this one, it felt um, it, it felt earned 
the turn because they have been kind of doing the whole biggie being like, I know who you are. You know, right. I, I remember you turned on this guy, you turned on this guy kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's most likely just going to be a way to put biggie over. Um, but yeah, I mean, I turned on the new day that one time. Yeah. I, at this point, it's so fucking hard because uh, Kevin is my favorite wrestler and I, I, I don't want to see him in AW because I don't think that he will get the spotlight that I would like him to. But clearly in WWE, it's they, they don't have anything for him either. They're heating him up right now to lose to Big E, and then he'll go back to being nothing again. And that's what which, they did for the past year with Roman. They, yeah. they heated him up. He faced Roman four times in a row. He was never going to beat him. That was never in the plans. He's a rumble challenger, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam. Yeah. Anything to say about uh, WWE? Uh, I watched SmackDown. <laughs> I don't particularly remember anything. Well, Jay, Jay Uso Smackdown. was supposed to bend his knees and get on his knees for uh for Xavier Woods, but but they jumped him anyway. Who could have saw that coming? <laughs> I just need you to bend over. And then, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make you asshole like Max Caster leaves him. Was it uh, was it this week or last week that that uh, uh, the new day had the, the bit in the back with uh, with Hit Row? The new day with Hit Row was last week. This week it was Sami Zayn and Hit Row. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I I did kind of enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn kind of. Kind of really. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That made me laugh. The the twenty four seven title finally changed hands again. Um, and Corey Graves and Byron Saxton both won it. Um, but you want to talk about just paint by numbers booking? Somebody just traded one black guy for another one. Because Reggie loses it, but but it pops around and it goes right back on him again. Like, it's like they can't, they, they, it's just, it's so fucking lazy. That's what they used to do at our truth, exactly. That's why I said they traded one yeah. black guy for another. Because um, they're both black. <laughs> I guess you missed it. I got that. Um, but it, I, I was not expecting Corey Graves and Byron Saxon to get in there, so that was a little bit of a surprise. I mean, it, it sure, it was funny for a second, but also it's just like, all right, right. Problem is, is that like it, the, them winning by roll-ups is just like just highlighting the fact that half of your matches are in roll-ups, anyways. So it, it is like the deadliest move in fucking wrestling in WWE wrestling. Sorry, Adam. Speaking go ahead. of the raw commentary team, because I wrote this down three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and forgot to ask it. Who the fuck is that guy in the middle? Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. That tells me nothing. Who the fuck is Jimmy Smith? <laughs> He's the guy that replaced Adnan Verk, and he's from the um, mixed okay. martial arts world. Specifically UFC, I think? You guys are no better. Uh, Jimmy Smith is an American jazz musician uh, who's out. Oh, sorry. sorry wrong, 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 Jimmy wrong, Smith wrong, wrong. was an actor. Uh, Jimmy's. Yes. Uh, no, yeah, he's, he's a UFC uh, commentator for a little bit. But then, uh, yeah, he came up here. I like him. I think he does a um, good job. He's, he's fine. 
Yeah. I mean, he's no, he's, he's no Mike he's... Adams. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he is a former Brazilian jiu-jitsu boxing and kickboxing MMA fighter with a record of five and one. So better than CM Punk? <laughs> He's been... Yeah, a little bit. His Wikipedia literally just says, WB named Smith is played by commentator Money Night Raw replacing Adnan Ferg. That's it. Nothing else in this WB thing, just you replace him. <laughs> uh, he did lose to a guy named Andy Wang, though. So, <laughs> Andrew Wang? No, that's Andrew Yang. Never mind. No, don't say Less that. about that guy, the better. Don't, don't say that name on the show. There. Oh my god, a pussy! A real fluffy, a real fluffy one. All right, does anyone? Uh, anyone have anything else that they want to talk about or discuss? Uh, good. Red, red Velvet is still fucking Jason. terrible. Uh, we all know that. It's not, it's not dead yet. Yet. Yeah. Alright, so that'll do it for us here uh, to the rundown. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. And thanks to Sal. Thank you. And Jason. Okay. And Adam. Uh, so with that, Jason sends us home. Uh, I guess we'll run your ass down next week. Come on. Listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundown wrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>